Yeah, you fuck up anywhere else, it don't matter. But at least the intro get that crispy. What's up, world? This is the podcast live from Lucasville, and I'm your host, Spooky G. And I'm your co-host, Novatron. This podcast is based on live everyday life for soldiers of the struggle behind enemy lines in a prison nationally known as Lucasville. Known for housing some of the most dangerous and violent criminals in the state of Ohio, and also known for this systematic corruption and inmate brutality. This is real life, real pain, stories, real people doing real time in one of the worst prisons on American soil. I'm real one that we keep it real on all levels. We will be bringing you interviews from inmates inside of Lucasville and also interviews from people affected by their loved ones being locked up Hold on, what do you think about that, bro? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're just bringing them this new flavor. You know what I'm saying? Podcast with a twist. You know what I'm saying? Got two of the greatest minds combining together. You know what I'm saying? My brother on the other end. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. That's how real this is. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have a little bit of sports recap, a little bit of positive mind. Inputs, you know what I'm saying? Spin a, put a nice spin on it to where y'all can enjoy it. I want to, want to thank y'all for tuning in right now. So get on with it, man. Top of the nose. First, I really want to send my condolences to the families, parents, just people in general throughout America affected by the shootings claimed the lives of 18 innocent kids and a teacher yesterday at an elementary school in Texas. My heart goes out to all of all of those affected, as well as the families and communities affected by the shooting that took place last week in Buffalo, New York. I'm sorry, and it's very heartbreaking to see senseless acts of violence committed against anyone, especially people. That just ain't got nothing to do with nothing innocent. This defenseless people. Some of our most vulnerable spaces in America. Schools, our department stores, our supermarkets, our places of worship. It's very disturbing to know that these acts of violence and most of these incidents are carried out by specific race of people. From the situation in Columbine, Sandy Hook, Charleston, South Carolina, Vegas, Dayton, Florida school shooting, uh, the shooting in Georgia last year to Buffalo, the incident next last week in Buffalo, New York. What's your take on it? Definitely was a terrible, terrible situation, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just goes to show for it. They, they, I believe it's really a bigger plot, you know what I'm saying, to get guns taken out of our hands, and, you know what I'm saying, to strip us from more from our freedom when they exploit these little things on a national scale, you know what I'm saying? It's the national scale that really gets to me because it's like, it makes us all think with a different concept, you know what I'm saying? Make us all think with a different perspective on what's really going on in the world when it could just be one little small incident for real, too. But definitely send my prayers out to everybody that's a victim of that situation. I think you know, 
business. A lot of people that are victims of the situation, bunch of um, families throughout the world are taken about from these kids. Now, then those are innocent people at, super, at the supermarket killed because... This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. Those innocent people at a supermarket gunned down just because the, the skin color they was born with. You know, like, um, I don't, I don't know how to express the frustration that comes and the fear that comes with just that my mother was gunned down in the supermarket while trying to buy groceries for the house and my grandfather was gunned down and my auntie was gunned down just because they went to the supermarket on, on a Sunday and they, they was black. Yeah, they, I keep my child back home. After I sent them to school, a place that I felt was safe. This, these are some places that we feel safe sending our kids. And they, someone went in there and claimed their lives of 18 innocent children. Definitely, man. I just know we need to do better or it's defending ourselves too on that end too because there should have been somebody in there that's up and got him out of here. Yeah, yeah, that ain't even no, we, we got to stop just being these victims and just start, you know what I'm saying, defending ourselves too on the warrior scale. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't just... I can only imagine me in that situation and just thinking like they want us to not have weapons and not not have nothing in them situations. Like, like I don't understand how they can feel like that's right. Like, like how can that be right? You see these, these crimes that are committed by people that have access to weapons that legally possess firearms. These, I mean, black people, we don't have access to firearms like that. A lot of us have felonies that restrict us from carrying firearms that don't know the law or even understand the law or the second amendment that we are we can bear arms. So these people that own these firearms, they, they legally possess them. I see a lot they of young boys it. taking advantage though of it. Because you know once you turn 18, you can legally own a firearm and you can legally carry it, but you can't legally conceal it. Until you're 21, so it's like once you're 18, you have to actually have it just on the outside at the whole time. But once you hop into a car, that's when they get you. You know what I'm saying? You're not allowed to get in the car with the gun on your waist because then it's, you, it's almost like you fall under the concealed law. You're not allowed to have a concealed weapon, so you have to put your gun up. I got a couple of young boys that are caught up in that situation. Like my nephew was one of them. He ended up getting out probation. I feel that the other one, he's on the box right now still. So you can have a yeah. gun, but you can't have a concealed here. You know what I'm saying? Other states, you can have a Kentucky, you can have a concealed. Like, you know what I mean? No law. Um, no, it's just, it, it, it just mind-blowing that these places happen. Barnacle spaces, the supermarket, the church, our schools, you know, where people are defenseless like these people ain't these regular people just enjoying their day and going on with their lives living everyday life you know i i i can see if this happened on on the south side of chicago or in 
downtown and over the Rhine in Cincinnati or Avondale or Cincinnati. Just, these, act, these type of acts of violence don't even occur in those type of communities where you expect, you would think you are expected to witness these type of acts of violence on this level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. But switching lines, uh, Touch a little yeah, on the we in prison. I'm, I'm in prison. Hey, sports get me through my time. I love sports. Um, Goat State lost to Dallas last night. Know. Oh, you wasn't aware? Man, that's my thing. I thought they handled business. I don't know what happened now. <laughs> Steph Curry, he only scored like oh, 20 years, I believe. Clay Thompson scored 20. Trump Poole scored like 15, 14 points. It, it, was, it was just a bad night. You know, everybody has a bad game. It sounds like we held back for another check, man. That's what it sounds like to me. And like, no more checks? We gonna blow them out there ain't no more checks? Nah, we need some more checks, man. Let them stay in a little bit more, man. We'll let them back in. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. Or I guess that's just me having my positive mindset about it, man. <laughs> uh, Miami. The Miami loss against Boston Monday night was... Boston, Boston, both teams are both teams are, are are smashing the gas on each other coming out the gate. Uh, honestly, I feel like Boston is the better better team defensively. I feel like the Warriors are gonna uh, take it out. You know what I'm saying? So like Clay gonna come to life and Curry ain't gonna fail me. They deserve. They deserve. Mark they, my they words, deserve. man. We're gonna go back to this episode, review it when it happens, and you can call me a prophet or whatever you wanna call me. You know what I'm saying? Sports guru, I don't know. <laughs> but mark my oh, words, yeah. man. And the Bengals next year, definitely. <laughs> but that's, that's, once again, that's me keeping that positive mindset. You know what I'm saying? Which, which carry us into the next segment of uh, positive mindset. You know what I'm saying? What's the best way you think to keep a positive mindset? Meditation is very important. Uh, taking the time out, 30 minutes a day, to just close your eyes and take deep breaths. Complete silence, nothing around, no distractions. Just take that time out to find peace with itself. Maintain positive thoughts, your energy. Cut off all bad company, anything that weighs you down, pulls you down, holds you back. Cut that off because it, it, ain't, it ain't healthy for you. It's no good for you. What about you? Yeah, I think, like, see, I was I went to school for psychology, and they always trained us to have, like, this positive outlook on just every situation. I don't care if it's a, uh, somebody that murdered the whole family or the people we're going to think, like, 
his daddy played a role in not being there or his mother or we try to really get to the nit of of it just you know what I'm saying, instead of just actually just saying it that's it is what it is. You know, we try to actually come up with the reason why This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. And I just believe a lot of positive mind states come from being aware of a lot of different, the broad spectrum of things, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't understand, for me, how the life of how people just jump to conclusions when certain stuff would pop up. Like, like let's say, for instance, somebody don't answer the door so quick as they the other person wants them to, and they just start. Like, it would have to be some type of thought to go through their mind that, that, to where they thought they knew what was going on for them to actually jump to their conclusion. Like, it, it's the same thing go for road rage. Like, you don't know what the other person in that car is doing. Like, you don't know if he's going through a heart attack or anything at the time. Might be clutching his chest, foot locking up on him, but you beeping your horn, ready to talk to this man like you're about to try to kill him. Like, you already knew the situation at hand. You know what I'm saying? So I believe positive mind state just stems from already knowing that you control your mind. Like, you control your happiness, your mood, your state. Like you, could go, you could be mad if you want right now. To be happy if you want right now. Like the whole question is why let an outside source dictate what your inside do. You know what I'm saying? That's giving too much power to the outside. Like you're supposed to be ruling on yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be happy at all time and make the outside mad that you're happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? You already got an You argument. have one minute remaining. You ever got in an argument and just was like start laughing and the other person get madder? You know what I'm saying? Like they trying to control you. And they feel like find out that you got ultimate control, it makes them even matter. I'm saying so positive mind state is definitely the way to go. We already have to take a little commercial break and come back. Yeah, man, you know, um, like I said, I'm in prison. This is the last one of this deal. I'm bringing you live, raw, intimate interviews, intimate thoughts, emotions, feelings about everything that's going on, you know, from, from inside to the outside, you know. Uh, you can be a prisoner of your, of your own mind. Don't limit yourself to nothing. Anything is possible. Like, I'll put my energy in the world. Y'all feel feeling this. Y'all hearing this. I'm feeling my energy. So, tune in. We'll be back. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. Deal with a soldier, man. This is what's going on. It's the podcast. Tune in. Yeah, I want to look at that. Thank you for using GTL. Subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using GTL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying picking back up where we left off at, man. I wanna uh, wanted you to speak a little bit on uh, that inmate, that inmate letter. You know what I'm saying? And that that fella who he was talking about. Now you saying you had a letter too? Yeah, he wrote 
wrote an interesting piece just to the kids in the community that is going through something that's trying to make it struggles. He wanted them to understand that. He was there, but I think he was the only beginning. You could change and make better decisions in your life. He's still young. You know what I'm saying? Man, that was powerful when he was even telling me about it. I'm like, whoa. Powerful, powerful. You know, we, being from a that perspective for her. They trying to mix y'all in with them. Twenty four hours a day. 
I'm free where I sleep. And shit, and brush my teeth at. I read and study and write my letters to people out there in the world where I sleep. It's real. Anybody that got questions, if you if you want to ask me questions on how I'm getting through this, and you want to know how I even keep a positive mind state, or if we even came about to do this podcast and put some type of energy into the world, positive energy into the world, or have a positive mental state of mind about anything, you know, stepping outside the box, to even create this podcast and you know know the possibilities of what this can become. Get up. Get out of, get, get out of us. Uh, I, I make music. I write music. I'm acting for systematic, for the against systematic racism and oppression and corruption, and systematic injustice, and acting criminal justice. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. Saving, saving our youth and reaching our youth that are at risk of being homicide offenders, homicide victims, drug, drug offenders, you know, drug abusers. Tell them how to get in contact with you. My name is Karan M. Q-U-A-R-A-N-H-A-M-M. Inmate number 722-281. This is a soldier, but this is a G, man. This is the real Trying to start a movement. Corporate law, you know what I'm saying? Everything corporate for real. They get us under corporate laws and, and prosecutors under corporate laws. Now, they ain't prosecuting us under no no other type of law. It'd be a corporate law. You signed the contract. Your parent basically signed you into it. And now you go to jail for not obtaining the contract. 
been in prison before. You know, I've never been in prison. And felt like, damn, I'm like, I actually going to be a while before I go home. I actually live here. Now, I'm actually live here. I live in Southern Ohio Correctional Facility in apartment building 54 in uh, apartment number CO46. You know what I mean? That, that's what this has come to with my address. I never looked at prison then like this is where I live. Like, I mean, this is my spot. You know what I'm saying? So I see it from a whole other perspective than I ever seen before. First you was on the outside looking in, now you're on the inside looking now. You know what I'm saying? For all just visiting, like, you know, you know, coming, standing on the extended stage, whatever, so I don't I know guys that are here was 16 years old, 17 years old. I mean, they don't know nothing about This call is originating from an Ohio correctional It may be recorded and monitored. And about paying the bills, sharing a household with a woman, providing for no household, no responsibilities, none of that. This is where they've been for the last 15, 20 years. I'm just a guy here been here 18, she's 18 years old, been here 40 years. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's frightening. He's been in prison for and I'm there with him. I'm seeing generations of families here, a father, uh, a grandfather, a grandson, like God damn, come on man, you feel me? Yeah. And what's so uh, crazy is like, I got a, uh, we gonna do an interview with somebody, you know what I'm saying, named FN, FN Beezy, who was locked up from the age of 14 to like 27, 28. So we gonna hear about his transition back into the world and his daily little things he go through, you know what I'm saying, after even being locked up that long. Go through. You know, um, today is my sister's birthday, man. Shout out to KK. Happy birthday, KK. Yeah, my niece. Lately, she ends up graduating today from the sixth grade to junior high school. That little girl was three years old when I got when I got locked up. My sister was nine years old. So just just think from a little girl being three to eleven that child knows the personality they gain to have and what they know like, education-wise, you know what I mean? The things that they interest in, the things they take interest in. My little sister being nine years old, she's 17. She's almost an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know who they are. Like, they don't even know me. You know what I'm saying? But if we try to build a relationship with the wrong as hard with know your family ain't involved as you would like them to be or as supportive as you would like them to be or understand respect that these are youth are growing up. Everybody ain't promised the mark in 29 years. So to say that my family, my sisters, and my mother and father will be here 29 years or 20 years from now, 10 years from now. And I don't have no family and my, my little sister and my nieces and nephews don't even know how to support me because they wasn't brought up supporting me or taught. Like, man, you got to be there for your home. And these values when it's taught and to be there for your home. You okay, write your home for Christmas here for a birthday card. So this is how you put money on, on your huh? Take out the trash, wash the dishes, put this money on your, on your own phone, put this money on your own books. Because if that, who I'm going to come home to if my family ain't around and I got to do all this time. You know what I mean? 
Definitely. I, I, I believe that's part of the reason why they got them little halfway houses, so they can get you operating a little bit before you really get out of the way out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a, a friend right now who's in the tablet house, and he get to come out and get his little job established. They make him stack a little certain amount of money, so when they finally do release him, he definitely going to have a nice little amount of money on his hands. Like the job training, like especially with the job training and the way shit advancing, I'm gonna be all on working on computers and shit. Imagine everybody put their money together, though, in that table house who got that money. Imagine they put their money together and bought a little piece of property and, and, and end up owning their own little table house. You know what I'm saying? The people come and transition in and out of. If that's what it's going to take us to do for ourselves, for real. Thank you for using GTL. Good, man. You know, 
Life ain't fair. Life don't care what you're ready for, so you, know, you gotta take the good with the bad. As they say, life is bittersweet. I'm just looking for better, looking forward to better days, getting a positive message out there to the youth that can make a difference and save a life and then help someone else know that they got a chance and an opportunity to do something with their lives and not go through what I go, what I'm, what I'm going through, or what countless people here are going through that may not get a chance to go back home and hug their loved ones as, as a free person you know, or a positive, productive person in the community. Definitely need to figure it out. Uh, definitely need to figure it out. But, uh, as far as with the, I guess we're going to go into a, the baby uh, interview part segment, man. Just want to touch on that. Even though you, you know what I'm saying, covered it a little bit, but I guess you can emphasize on a few more things. Uh, I just want to ask you about your passion for starting, you know what I'm saying, being behind this podcast. My motivation personally it comes from my personal experience. Being a ground zero of a place that is a place that's a symbol of oppression and injustice, I've never recognized how deep this this shit really is. Like this ain't no game at all. I'm surrounded around people that got life senses. You know, some people, I I can't, I ain't gonna be the judge to say who deserves it, who not. But it, you know, it is what it is. You feel me? People that you want, you want bringing in your house to eat dinner with. The people I, I eat amongst, I mean, the people I live amongst, and I know it's important for the kids, like everything that's out there, dug it, it's in the trenches. They feel like they ain't got no hope. And you need to hear this, man. You can make a, you can make a change, but you can change. You can be a leader. You are a leader. You somebody, somebody love you. I mean, you love somebody. Personally, I, I, I'm here for something I didn't do. It was a reason for me seeing this, experiencing this. God put me here for a reason. I'm still breathing for a reason. I lost some of my friends, us close and personal. I witnessed some of my friends that out there in the trenches. I don't want nobody else to have to go through that. You know what I mean? I believe that anything is possible, but your man so you can do anything. Our reality, our, our thoughts are our reality. If you believe you're a boss, you're a boss. If you believe you're a badass basketball player, you can shoot that ball, you, you can do that. I mean, if you believe somebody plotting on you, they plotting on you, that's, a, that's all of your bad. That's your thoughts creating the reality for you. Fuck who ain't fighting. Fuck who don't like you. Fuck who don't believe in you. you believe in yourself. I believe in you. I mean, Pretty much was my uh, reason a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It felt like a calling. Feel like it was a calling. You know what I'm saying there. At the same time, just the, the scope of, of which we could just pump this to, and, and I feel like we could really touch a lot of people in the world, man. I feel like we could really like make a big impact with what we're doing here. I feel like it's a part of history what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know too many people who really tried to 
for the podcast from prison and have a nice show, you know what I'm saying? Especially on the intellectual side. You know what I'm saying? You probably have a lot of people calling with a lot of hate and a lot of you know what I'm saying stuff to fuel the fire, but at the same time This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. We we taking a structured approach. You know what I'm saying? So I just know my passion deep inside with my and my background, my education Contribute to what we're doing a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? We could raise the awareness of all the injustices and everything you know what I'm saying? that's going on. And, and, and more than and more than all that, actually try to provide a voice for the people who, who don't have a voice. You know what I'm saying? So if we can get this platform big and, and able to put that voice into effect for the people who don't got a voice, that'll be all that we ever really needed, dreamed of, you know what I'm saying? giving people a voice especially on a global scale. So we can pump this show to a global scale, get the people to share it and get the people to tell their friends about it and get the energy going about this. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what we could get that to. Definitely of course. The listeners to be part. Yeah, of course. And I, I want people to see me. I don't want to just give you some woozy nigga acting like, yeah, I'm this and I'm, I'm so above right now. I'm in prison. I'm not perfect. But I didn't do what I did to get here, and this shit is real here. They, these inhumane circumstances that they got people living there. There's so much dehumanizing going on in here. Brutality. Present, ongoing injustice and corruption. Like, it's, it's mind-blowing. Like, I'm a victim of injustice, and I still experience ongoing injustice here. I mean... If it ain't one thing, it's another. I'm not the only one experiencing this. Several people here that experience it on a daily basis. Nobody, like these people govern us. They, they are basically our government. And they just treat us like we ain't nothing. We don't, we don't got no rights here. We don't have no rights. We got punished. Everyone is here. They got their time as their debt to society. This is a world within a world. We should be promoting positivity, encouraging, and uplifting people to educate. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. Be better people, help people that's going back into the community, successfully transition back into the community and be productive members of society. Man, I don't think they ever try to focus on that part, though. I think they're trying to make you a revolving door, like how they always know. Don't you come right back? One, reach one. I've, I've been doing this. I've been getting locked up for a while since I was a child. And there's a lot of people that I'm in here with from all over the state that I've been in other facilities with as a juvenile from DYS to the, the detention center in the city. Uh, well, to the detention center that I've known and we all been getting locked up since we were kids. This ain't no coincidence. They, they locking up our, our kids. They still go to the communities and lock up the kids and get locked up for really bullshit shit the kids do. And they just need uh, somebody to let you know you don't do that. That's wrong. But they look at them as if we lock them up. They're future drug dealers, future homicide offenders, future homicide victims, robbers, etc. And you got to think these are these people's careers. So they want to, they, they looking at 
Like, yeah, that's our property. He's a people of our paycheck. I'm going to make my career off of him. Yeah, he's the one. He's the leader of the young generation. I'm the leader of the, the, the young generation of police force. I'm going to make my career out of taking him down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why will you look at base your career around the, the rerouting the youth that you see at risk in the community, starting programs for the youth and helping them out of uh, It's communities that I know groups of kids from that was all locked up with me in the detention center. Most of them are homicide offenders, or homicide victims, or been accused of being homicide offenders, or they have been in prison X amount of times. Like that, that's a crazy statistic right there. Look who they locking up. Look who they arresting. They, they locking us up. Yeah, we already seen the racial profiling improved here when Nightline came here. Who all they stopped first. They don't go to the other neighborhoods looking for that. They only come to one neighborhood looking for that. Ain't the Indian Hills jumping out checking their pockets. Yeah. Ain't in Kenwood jumping out checking their pockets. Only in the hood jumping out checking, taking, trying to take advantage of the young black youth. Right. Checking their pockets. Like, why would you check a, somebody that don't even look like a drug dealer pockets? Like, he ain't even looking like he got no money or nothing, but you jumping out checking him like he happy in the game or something like that. Uh, I really, I really want the people to understand my situation more so of how I get, I ended up being arrested and sent to prison for something I didn't do. You know, jailhouse informants were given case consideration to falsely testify against me. Um, so these guys, man, like, this shit is being slapped in the face, and it's very emotional for me because I've been taking away everything that I do and I love. You know what I mean? Based on I'm, my skin complexion and the powers that be. You know, like this, this is all systematic corruption, injustice, and racism at another magnitude. Like, I was just basically kidnapped and taken away from my city and sent to a prison. Well, I don't need people to be on the phone right now. You know what I mean? This one pose to be possible, but this is God's plan for me to get this message out there to the world and let people know who I am. I am Quran. I am. I'm locked up for something I didn't do. I got 29 years. They gave Derek Chauvin 22 years. And the whole world see what the data did. That man caused chaos throughout the United States because the people were outraged and tired of seeing that, that level of brutality. And so that could have been me. I could have been you. You could have been me. You know what I mean? Deep, deep, man. We're definitely going to get into, like, a whole interview with you, man. You know what I'm saying? As far as with the show-wise, we're definitely reaching about an hour level on this show. And we're going to get into the MA highlight real quick before this one wrap up. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to do an MA highlight, which can be you. We just want to make you the MA highlight for the day so we just stick with you and just finish the show with it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, I I just want people to acknowledge, like, I am a human being, and I, I am caged and locked down like an animal right now. Everywhere I go outside of my cell, I'm escorted with an officer. You have one minute remaining. I'm escorted with an officer in handcuffs and shackles. Like, I just... Uh, a beast of some type of monster. Some I had. I, I, I've had one, one 
fight a Rule 19 violation in the last five years. Uh, I'm not in here just acting out and just doing some stupid shit to get it. This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. At the end of the day, if you listen to this, uh, I want you to know that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So those are great words of Martin Luther King, and I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening and being supportive to the Live from Lucasville podcast with a soldier. Um, thank you, Ray Nova, man. I most definitely appreciate you, Nova Tron, and we, we own the one, man. With the, the, the skies are living this to the moon, man. Thank you for having me, man. You know, we got, you know what I'm saying, a whole bunch of episodes to go. This one is going to be a pretty lengthy one. All the rest of them probably going to be. Thank you for using GTL. Cut down, but.